What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. My guest today is Jean Amuni. Jean is the co-founder and CEO of the Canadian-based exchange wallet, ShakePay. That's it. Enjoy the show. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to hit you with some rapid-fire questions now. So I don't know if you've, if you've checked out previous episodes, but this is where I'll just blurt out a question, and you can say pass, you can answer as short as long as you want, uh, and that's it. You good to go? Let's do it. Okay. The first one is, what is money? Money is stored sacrifice or stored resource. Oh, I like that. Stored sacrifice. I haven't heard that one before. Uh, if you had to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother or someone over 80, what would you say? Uh, Bitcoin is, Bitcoin is, mm, I'm going to come back to this one. <laughs> okay. I like it, but I'm going to come back to this one. <laughs> what is the primary reason why Bitcoin is important or interesting to you? Uh, financial self-sovereignty. What does the quote-unquote sovereign individual mean to you? Oof, I it means a lot of, you know, being able to do, uh, you know, for me, it, I think Declaration of Independence kind of does as well. You know, you're in your in your you know, being being free in your person, in your privacy, and your personal belongings. Fuck, I butchered it, but you get it. <laughs> I get uh, it. Person, property, and the pursuit of happiness. There you go. Potentially controversial question, but how do you feel about uh, you know potentially free speech rights and such being uh, encroached upon in Canada these days? Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think in Canada, it's it's. Oof, I mean, look, I, I don't know, I don't know enough about this to to, to kind of jump in, but um, from from what I understand, it seems that you don't have those same rights in the U.S. that you do here, uh, in terms of the you know the Charter of Rights in Canada. Uh, there there are a bit more of these asterisks that you that uh, that encroach upon. Uh, you know your right to freedom, freedom of speech. Um, I haven't thought about it enough to be, I guess. Fair enough. How long after you first heard of Bitcoin did you start learning more about it and purchase it? Well, the first time I got, well, first time I heard about Bitcoin, I was walking down Boulevard Saint Laurent in, in Montreal, and François Pouliot, who was working at the Bitcoin Embassy was giving out free Bitcoin. And so he gave out this paper. <laughs> I think it was like $2 worth of Bitcoin. And, uh, and so he shoved it in my face. He said, hey, learn, learn about Bitcoin. That was the first time I'd ever heard of Bitcoin and I ever received Bitcoin. Wow. And I think it, it took me about a year to really get my, get my heels into it. Uh, but I, I think I lost that piece of paper. Um, but that story is, I guess, the, the first time I really got into the space. Well, it's great. I'm I'm happy that happened. <laughs> Advo- advocacy works, man. You know, being that crazy person that says, "Hey, you got to try this stuff. You got to. I'll I'll send you a little bit." I mean, look what Definitely. it's look what it's produced. And I, I guess Definitely. in I guess in his Definitely. case, it's produ- produced a competitor to some degree. But you know, this, this ah, is how yeah, it works. we're good friends. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I I certainly think back to that to that moment uh, when we build ShakePay, and and I think I think you know one of the reasons we've grown so fast is. We talked about this and being able to transact quite fast, uh, but it's also because it's 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 really easy for you to also share Bitcoin on ShakePay to someone else, uh, and so we get a lot of folks that come in and say, "Hey, you know, I learned about Bitcoin because a friend told me. Sorry, I learned about ShakePay because a friend told me about about ShakePay." 
and and you know, I I, I I tend to like those those interactions because it reminds me of how I got into the space. Sure. Along those lines, what's been your most effective method of educating people about Bitcoin? So in conversation in conversation or more formally? I don't like talking about price. I really try to stay away from it, but I think if we were honest, to me it seems like that's probably the most important indicator for those outside. The reason why so many folks got into Bitcoin in 2017 was because the price skyrocketed and it starts making headlines and, and, you know, there is a social nature to something appreciating so quickly in value. And because Bitcoin's supply is so fixed, uh, the price of Bitcoin is very reliant on its demand. And it creates somewhat of a bubbling up effect where, you know, I want Bitcoin, so the price goes up, and you want Bitcoin because the price is going up. And so everyone kind of wants Bitcoin because the price is going up. It's not sustainable in any way. Uh, but it certainly is, uh, it certainly is a good way for folks to hear about it, to, to want to learn about it, to want to understand about it. Um, and so I, You know, I, I tend to not give financial advice. I tend to not want to tell people to buy Bitcoin. Um, you know, you kind of you kind of play, you kind of you kind of say, you know, I'm Bitcoin, right? This is this is the Nassim Taleb. Tell them what's in your portfolio, not uh, not what to do. Um, but I think price has a lot to do with it, uh, and. I would think if the price of Bitcoin were to skyrocket again, uh, you'd get a flood of, of people to, to jump back into space. And, sure. Um, what movie or something? I don't know that I... I don't, <laughs> well, I mean, you, most people, I think you kind of answered in so many words what most people answer with. And they said, you know, a lot of people say, orange, co- orange coin good, number go up. You know, that's what most people understand. Um, and I think, memes are, I think memes are a really subtle way of getting the point across. I'm so with this. I think Michael Goldenstein had a had a had a talk to you a couple of months ago about this. I'm so with this. I, I think I think some of the best ways to get ideas across is through memes. Totally. Um, and I think I think Bitcoin is getting there. Absolutely. Uh, certainly on Twitter. Absolutely. It's a me a revolution driven by memes in in many ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what movie or song is most related to Bitcoin in your opinion? your song uh, i don't watch too many movies i don't know <laughs> pass, pass. can uh favorite okay well that, that one's not gonna work can bitcoin be stopped well i'll ask it anyway just in case favorite movie clip or rant of all time is there like a rant or a scene from a movie that's your favorite of all time uh i really like the movie gladiator i, I don't know that it's uh, maybe it answers the previous question I, I like the movie gladiator i think it's one of my favorite movies there's this one point where uh, the gladiator, what's his name, Russell Crowe, uh, pulls off his mask and he shows the, the, the emperor who he really is. And I, I don't know, there's some power to uh, that vengeance. Like, come, I, I found that really, <laughs> I, I think, I think Bitcoin has that, that, that feature of, uh, you know, he's really, really good, uh, in the arena, you know, his, he's a doer, he's not a talker. Um, and at some point, people are going to understand why. I don't know. Maybe there's something. No, that works. I think a lot of people would like to relate, you know, Bitcoin to uh, Maximus, I think was his name. Um, yeah. My name is Maximus. Maximus <laughs> yes. Commander of the North. Yeah. Something like that. 
can Bitcoin be stopped? If so, what is Bitcoin's biggest vulnerability? If not, why not? Yeah, I think we talked about this earlier. Um, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think if you're, if you're, you know, if you're very conservative and you want to take a very conservative approach, you would think that people wouldn't care enough about Bitcoin and therefore, you know, calls to regulation and calls to political power uh, would certainly be effective. Maybe. Uh, I, I think that's, that's probably it. I, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm obviously a bit more biased. You know, I, I, I tend to see uh, the person on the ground as opposed to uh, the higher view of, of yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not a miner. Uh, I don't, I don't really work in that space. And so I, I obviously understand it, but I don't, I guess I don't see for it the risks on that side. I'm more on the, Regulatory. on the consumer side. Well, I'm more on the consumer side, I oh, think. Okay. And, and I, and you know, I, I see, I see, I see what you know the common folk thinks about when they when they think of Bitcoin, when they buy Bitcoin, why they're buying Bitcoin, um, and yeah, I think probably the biggest, the bigger risks are uh, apathy towards the Bitcoin network uh, and Bitcoin in general, and and that would have certain repercussions to, uh, you know. Interesting. Uh, to to it failing, um, may, maybe maybe to me that's that's like a leading indicator uh, for some of the other things that might happen, right. or at least at least that's the way I think of it. What was your most recent aha or level up in your understanding of Bitcoin? Something new that you learned? I don't know. If this was recent, but I think the moment Bitcoin really really clicked for me was when I realized that the Bitcoin network really has this one objective. That every little piece in Bitcoin kind of plays towards the, the objective for the Bitcoin network. The only thing the Bitcoin network really cares about, if you somewhat isolate it, is network security. That's the only thing it cares about. It cares about being more secure or the most secure uh, network possible. And the way it does that is it incentivizes the different players in the system. Right? You have you have wallets. You have you know Bitcoin owners. You have nodes, and you have miners. And the miners provide security in return for this Bitcoin, which is a token for providing, it's their payment, their reward for offering security, which is what the network kind of wants. Um, and so miners are incentivized to provide more security because then they get more token, more Bitcoin. The, the nodes are incentivized because they need to uh, they need to run a copy of the uh, of the blockchain or the copy of the transactions and make sure that all UTXOs or all transactions that are coming through the system are legit and are uh, uh, you know are are, are uh, yeah legit. I mean, essentially, they they make sure that everything is kosher that works within the system. And then the wallets of the users are incentivized because they own the Bitcoin. So they're incentivized to bring in as many people into Bitcoin because demand increases the value of that one token. And so this whole system works together nicely because it incentivizes the price to go up through the network to become through the network becoming more secure. And if if you think about Bitcoin only in those scales, then the reason people want more hash power is because it becomes more secure and the more secure it becomes the more secure it will become 
and the more valuable the token will become, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that was when, when I realized that that was the moment that it, it clicked for me that this is not, I mean, it's not, it's not recent. I think it was a couple of years ago, but when that clicked, I thought, wow, Bitcoin is so well designed that it's almost unstoppable. Yeah. What do you think will be Bitcoin's biggest impact on society on whatever time horizon you, you care to speak on? Ooh, I don't know. Look, I, 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 I I find it hard to answer these general questions because I don't know that everyone kind of thinks the way I do, or at least I don't know that I know how everyone else thinks, but I know what it's done for me. I've tended to, I mean, there's a lot of things that have changed because I've gotten into Bitcoin. You know, one of them is I save more, uh, you know, I spend less and I think you'll see this across the board yeah. that you'll, you know, you, you know, orange coin go up. And so you want to save as many Bitcoin as possible. Each Bitcoin, the assumption is that the price of Bitcoin will go up, and so you want to save as much as you can now as opposed to spending it because the value of it goes up. I mean, it's a small difference, but it changes your mindset into a savings mindset as opposed to a spending mindset. And um, I think a lot of dominoes start falling once that mindset changes. And, you know, like I said, you know, we, interact, we interact with a lot of consumers, and you see those changes uh, in, in theirs as well. Um, so maybe, maybe that, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you get, uh, you know, maybe you get folks to be a bit more long-term thinking, right? Time preference, you know, having a long, uh, having a low time preference, uh, and say, you know, more, more, more folks saving, uh, means more, more folks can invest, more folks to invest, creates more wealth. I, you know, I see a, a direct correlation. Maybe that's, maybe that's, uh. Maybe that's how it changes society. When, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to their reserves, and will they exist at all in 20 years? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's happening already. You know, I, 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 don't, I, don't see, I don't see why they would, you know, like there's no reason for anyone to be public about this, right? There's no reason for any central bank to be public about this. So. Right. So why would they tell anyone that they're doing it if they weren't doing it or they were doing it? So maybe it's happening already. Biggest mistake you've made with Bitcoin? Ah, giving it away too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, I, I think personally it's a big mistake, but maybe on a macro scale it's not. Um, oh, yeah, that and probably not buying it out. Sure, I, I'm sure. sure everyone has it. Uh, how do you feel about Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin's creator being anonymous and the coins that he likely controls? I certainly don't think it's a long-term problem. Um, I mean, you, you'd, you'd, want, you'd want the coins to be as distributed as possible. This one user that has a lot being locked up kind of, you know, it kind of, it, it kind of removes it from the, from the pool, right, of coins that are available. If suddenly they start moving, um, you've quote unquote increased its supply a little bit. <clears throat> maybe that's maybe that's an issue short term. I don't know that it's an existential issue. Have you ever purchased other coins? If so, are you likely to do so again in the future? Uh, I have, yeah. Uh, in the future, I probably won't. What what is your most controversial or contrarian view or opinion? If not on Bitcoin, any subject is fine. 
Uh, maybe any subject. Um, uh, I, I've been experimenting a lot with diet. I think you hear about the term Bitcoin carnivory a lot. Um, I, I'd been in, I'd been experimenting with diet quite a bit over the last couple of years now, say three four years. I used to be I used to be really big on uh, triathlon. So uh, you know you have to learn how to eat. You have to learn how to eat well, right, certain time periods. Uh, and then at one point I had stopped completely, uh, and I'd start gaining weight. And, and so you know you start learning about how to start playing with uh, the thing, you know, input equals output, and, and you start playing with the food that you eat, and you, I guess I guess the, the contrarian view here is, I think a lot about nutrition is still yet unknown, and I think, I think, I think the, um, I think, I think the result of diet is way more. No, that's not. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, I think diet is way undervalued in terms of how it affects humans. In terms of uh, any disease that you have, uh, sure. any uh, any uh, uh, way you're feeling, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess the contrarian viewpoint here is. Um, I think diet is is a way undervalued uh, aspect to to our day to day lives than than most people think. And uh, I think in the next decade or so, uh, we're going to start hearing more about why diet may be X Y Z reason for uh, why certain things are happening. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Ballpark estimate of Bitcoin's price in five years. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. Uh, pass. <laughs> why are you passing? I'm not asking you for an answer, but why are you passing? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I have no clue. None at all. I, you know, I, I, I think, I think it's because it's, you know, if I give you an answer, maybe people will hear about it, uh, and then they'll make decisions based on that. And right. I, you know, I, I guess I don't want to, I don't want to put that out there. Sure. I'm buying Bitcoin. Let's say. Um, Fair enough. Do you have a morning routine? If so, what is it? Morning routine. Um, I it kind of jumps here and there. I tend to. I'm an I'm an early waker, uh, so I'm I'm up pretty early. Um, I'll sometimes go to the gym, but I like having my quiet time in the morning. You know, if it's if it gets to 10 p.m. and sorry 10 a.m. and I haven't done like I'll, I'll get most of my day's work done before most people start the day. Uh, and I feel on the days when that doesn't happen, then I'm already behind. So, uh, maybe not so much a routine, but just a general way of operating. How do you define success? Well, certainly different stages at different points in my life. When I was young, I thought success was obviously making money. Um, I, you know, I think I think how do I define success? I guess it's it's difficult to you have different you have a different goals you have different types of success. I mean, there's there's a short term success, there's a mid term success, there's a long term success. You you have different stages of where you want to be in life. Um, I guess the only way to really think about success is being better off the next day than you were the previous day, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I'm going to ask you this before I forget because I always forget, but 
Do I pronounce your name Jean Amuni? Is that correct? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. What Jean Amuni. Jean Amuni. 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 Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, most impactful book you've ever read? Uh, have, you, <clears throat> have you ever read Jane Jacobs? There's this one book uh, oh. that I read recently that I always think back to because it's it's not that it's impactful in its own, but I think it's... So there's this book called Cities and Cities and the Wealth of Nations, and Jane Jacobs is this urban design city planner, uh, and she she's very famous for one book called uh, The Death and Life of Great American Cities, and she talks about why certain cities are so... Uh, you know, why and how certain cities or certain aspects of cities create wealth. Uh, and then this city, sorry, and then this book called Cities and the Wealth of Nations, it kind of jumps on top of uh, uh, Adam Smith's Wealth of Nations and defines what a nation is and how cities are the main unit uh, of, let's call it human governance for creating wealth. And I, 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 I use that as a metaphor for all kinds of things these days. And, and I don't know, I, I guess I, I suggest reading it. Uh, I, you know, I bought a couple of these books. I've just been giving them out to folks around me. Um, it's, it's worth a read. Uh, and I think, I think a lot of people in the Bitcoin space would enjoy reading Jane Jacobs. Where do you go to learn more about Bitcoin? Uh, Twitter, probably Twitter and Reddit. Uh, I think the early days it was, it was very, it, you know, it, it it's it's somewhat hopped from certain networks to others. Um, when I when I was when I got in, Reddit seems to be the right place to be. I think it's it's merged over to Twitter now. <clears throat> I also like to discuss uh, a bit more privately, but I think in the social sorry in the in the public sphere, uh, Twitter is probably the place I go the most. Yeah. What's one thing, an important action that myself anybody listening can take? to up our game in your area of expertise? or So if we want to improve, what's one way that you think would be a good way to do that at this point in time? Uh, improve generally? Well, related to Bitcoin, if, if there's something in mind, but if not, sure, whatever you got. Um, in terms of Bitcoin, I would say read Mastering Bitcoin. You'll understand why Bitcoin works, how Bitcoin works, how private keys are generated, how, how wallets are generated, or how, uh, why mining is important. Uh, you know, you, you'll understand the fundamentals of Bitcoin and everything else will start making more sense. Yeah. Um, even if you don't understand the math or the, you know, the, the science behind it, it'll just give you a good overview. And I think, yeah, maybe it's, it's maybe one of the, 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 the building blocks in the Bitcoin space, but I really highly suggest reading. And it's free. So it's available on, um, the, yeah, Git, that's right. the that's GitHub, right. the GitHub. Mastering Bitcoin GitHub. So, uh. Yeah, if you don't want to fork out for the book, you can check it out there. That's right. Uh, one question you'd like to see added to this list, if any. I haven't done many podcasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming at this uh, at blank. Okay, I'm, gu I'm guessing I'm going to answer it afterwards. But I'd probably say, what are some of the more interesting Bitcoin projects in the space that you know maybe you haven't heard of or you have heard of? Yeah. Now, before before we break into the last part, yeah, you were you were gonna get into the grandmother answer, right? Oh yeah, how do you explain this to your grandmother? Is that that's, is that uh, the one we said we'd come back to? It is, right? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. How do you explain it to your grandmother? Um, 
it's funny because I tell my grandmother that, uh, you know, I, you know, what I do, uh, and she, you know, she, she doesn't quite remember, uh, every time I see her and then you know, I see her like once a week and, and she always forgets what I do. And, but I, I try to explain to her, I'm, you know, I'm building this financial service, allows Canadians to buy and sell Bitcoin. And, you know, it kind of goes over her head. Uh, and so I, I've resulted to being an FX provider. Uh, so I allow Canadians to exchange currency. She's like, oh, so you're like a bank. No, not like a bank, but I, you know, I get the illusion. Um, but I, I think for Bitcoin, the way to explain it to her is, like, you can't even use internet, uh, at least with my grandmother. We've onboarded, we've onboarded uh, grandmothers at Chegpay, and they know what Bitcoin is, and they obviously know what the internet is. Um, for how would I explain it to my grandmother? I would say something like, yeah, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is this money that exists for the people, oh. or ex exists with the people, and no government can control it. Something along those lines. I'd like to hear her response to that uh, explanation. <laughs> Maybe more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the very last part. It's a word association. I'm just going to say a word. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right? Nothing, okay. nothing crazy. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah, Jesus. Government. Slow. Hash rate. Increasing. The individual. Sovereign. Security. Important. Ego. Less important. Greed. Uh, Two-sided. Stacking sats. Saturdays. Fiat currency. $15. Shake pay. Shake pay is the cockroach that will never die. <laughs> Guns. Leverage. Altcoins. Shitcoins. Pizza. Bitcoin for pizza. Socialism. Doesn't work. Family. It does work and it's important. Trump. Machiavellian. Future. Tomorrow. Libra. Oh, I don't know. Libra, Facebook. Gold. Uh, physical Bitcoin. <laughs> and Bitcoin. Final one. Hey, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin will change the world. Nice. That's all I got for you, man. Thank you so much for uh, for giving me the time this morning. That was super fun. Uh, is there anywhere you want to direct people or, you know, any destinations, anything like that? Uh, I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. So you can follow me on Twitter. Cool. Well, look, man, I wish you uh, all the best. I mean, like I said, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of what you're doing. So just keep up the great work. And uh, I look forward to seeing how things uh, evolve and change in the future. Hey, thanks for the time. It was great to meet you. Yeah, you thanks too. Thanks for having me. All right, brother. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.